to the Geeking Poetic Podcast channel. On this channel, we have shows and segments that contain adult humor, bad language, dirty jokes, and other stuff that is strictly for mature audiences only. So if you're too young or too sensitive for this kind of material, then please do not watch our channel or our videos. This channel is not for you. Thanks much. And now, on with the show! About to follow. <laughs> And what's going on, everybody? Welcome to Geeking Poetic Podcast channel. I'm one of your hosts, Larry Roberts, down the way here. He is our own dark trooper himself. <laughs> he's big and he's bad. He is. Vito. <laughs> <laughs> and then the little green one we've got over here. Be careful. Keep your eggs away from her because she might just eat them all. <laughs> she is none other than... Megan. And if you haven't guessed... What are we here to talk about? The Mandalorian finale. Oh, yeah. Dude, we made it to the finish of the finale, <laughs> as they say. <laughs> we made it to the end, and wow, what an end. So much anxiety. <laughs> Dude, where are you? You were so much anxiety, huh? Yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> breathe, Megan. Breathe. <laughs> it was rough. To be fair, I think everybody kind of did. I think there was a lot of emotions that went around for everybody out there. Every emotion possible, I think. Yeah, not just us, but I mean like the the eruption on the internet mm -hmm. almost immediately. In case you're foolishly watching this and thinking <laughs> that we're not going to spoil things for you, we're going to spoil the whole enchilada. We we're, put this out way late, so you got plenty of time. There's no excuse. Yeah, exactly. We put we put these out late enough that you should have had enough time to watch it, and people on social media probably already spoiled it for you anyway <laughs> at this point. But yeah, there's going to be tons of spoilers, and we're going to get into, not only are we going to recap the episode and talk about it almost scene by scene, bit by bit, but we're also going to get into not only like our thoughts and projections of what is going to happen next, but some things that are going around, rumors and mm -hmm. theories and stuff like that. Of course, if you have your own, we encourage you to comment down below and let us know what you think or what you've heard. But man, without further ado, so yeah, holy shit. <laughs> this is the way you do it. Yep. <laughs> I mean... I don't even know where to start with this. <laughs> like, I, I, well, I guess let's just start at the beginning of the episode. It's always a good place to start at the beginning. We'll just, we'll just go through the recap. Um, so it starts out. They, they waste no time. We see an imperial uh, shuttle being pursued by Slave One. Mm -hmm. uh, they're getting shot at with ion cannons and mm -hmm. all this stuff. Doctor Pershing, the, the, the. I can't make, I can't make out Doctor Pershing. Like, because he seems, like, kind of neutral. Like, he, I mean, obviously he's working for the, the you the know. The dark side. <laughs> yeah, but he obviously, he's a he's a clone doctor. We come to find that. They pretty much throw that out there yeah. mm -hmm. when they say, you know, he's, like, the highest doctor in clone technology. And it's like, uh-huh, okay. I mean, we pretty much knew that was what they were doing. But mm -hmm. it's the first time it's really been specifically said that all this stuff they're doing with Grogu and his blood and all this stuff is for clone cloning. technology and cloning. He's not all bad. It's Maybe like, he just wants to do his thing. I mean, he might not agree with what the Empire is doing, but he just wants to pursue the clone 
science. That's his dream. Right. Yeah. He's, he's like, going to do it to make it realize. He's like Dr. Wu in the Jurassic Park book. Okay. So yeah. Dr. Wu was like, I just want to clone dinosaurs. I don't agree that you want to put all this extra DNA to make them not a dinosaur, but you're giving me the opportunity and the resources to f- go forward with this, right. so I'm going to do it. Right. Okay. I think that's what it what boils down to. Yeah, because he, with that. Yeah, he seems like a semi-sympathetic character. You know, is my thing where you don't know, you're not looking at him going, oh, kill that motherfucker. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, you I'm know. like that guy that he was with. Yeah, that guy. Fuck that right. Guy. Well, yeah. So <laughs> Mando boards this ship with the, this, they board this shuttle, and Mando says, okay, well, you know, I'm here for the doctor and all this stuff. The the one uh, f- co pilot co pilot is like, like here you go <laughs> yeah it's like take him take him like and and then the other pilot's like fuck you shoots him dead and everything which is kind of funny the way he cries out was, was like, oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was obviously hopefully done intentionally to be funny I don't I, I don't I'm know sure. kind of <laughs> dubbed in there kind of like the screams of the mm-hmm. troopers falling over the the, the falls yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the last episode. But yeah, man. So Cara Dune walks on the ship. Uh, the other, the other pilot is holding Doctor Pershing uh, at gunpoint, and is that's when we f- spills the beans about that he's a clone doctor and all this kind of stuff, and starts just ribbing Cara Dune about Alderaan. Yeah, bad idea, dude. Bad idea. <laughs> As that's happening, I'm like, oh well, geez, I see where this is going, man. So anyway, they they get the doctor, they take over this shuttle, and they come up with this really cool plan of the way they're going to get close and basically get on board Moff Gideon's ship is they're going to make it appear that they're being attacked. They're being attacked by the Slave One. They're going to make it sound like they're Imperial troopers and stuff on the ship and everything. That was tense. Yeah. Dude, that, that whole... was so amazing. The whole way it looked, yes, it was like old yeah. timey. <laughs> it, it was it was amazing. I loved every second of yeah. that. I loved seeing for the first time we really got to see like in full detail the way they launched Tie Fighters. Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. How cool is that? When they're coming out of those shoots and oh my god, so cool, <laughs> so fucking. That's just uber nerd shit, man. I was like, that's like the shit I've always wanted to see. But I love, yeah. So they're coming in hot with that that shuttle. Yeah. And the guys are like, "Oh shit, this this they're cuz they keep I'm saying, told you you're not clear, you're not yeah, clear." Yeah, you're not clear. And it's like, <laughs> "No, no, 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 I'm coming in." They 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 barely make that shuttle crash land onto that uh into that launch tube there, man. It's fucking amazing. Boba Fett ends up he's done his part, made it look like he was trying to attack Peace him. Out, dude, he's gone. And he yeah, hits the hyperdrive, he's gone. And that's the last we see of Boba Fett for well, most of the episode. We'll get to the rest of it later. <laughs> Uh, so now they're on the ship. They start blasting their way through. Uh, we have Fennec. We have Bo-Katan. I should bring that up that they they have Bo-Katan with them and everything. Mm-hmm. They went and found Bo-Katan. I, we're, I was trying to figure out when, when, when Boba Fett and Mandalorian found Bo-Katan and her partner, were they on Tatooine? Where were they? I don't. I don't think it was Tatooine. I think it was another planet. I think it was a planet they've already been in on a previous episode, right? Yeah. Right, but I don't think it was Tatooine. No, it was something so. else. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't quite figure out. It was obviously one of those outer rim planets because yeah. with, with the 
Double Sun and all that kind of business, like it that area. Mm-hmm. A lot of cool fight scenes in that bar, though, between them. Well, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, of course, because we had to see uh, Casca Reeves get to demonstrate her abilities, her WWE abilities, <laughs> because she's Sasha from WWE, yeah, yeah. and everything. And uh, yeah, that was that was, was pretty cool. awesome seeing her flip Boba Fett around like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I call it awesome. It was pretty awesome. You don't flip around my Boba Fett like that. It man. was pretty awesome. Oh, he put up his own fight. Yeah, I he think... He kicked her ass, too. Well, I also kind of feel... Did you feel like with that whole scene that it was... It Did it feel a little set up like Boba Fett and Mando went in there intentionally sort of playing good cop, bad cop? It felt, yeah, yeah. It felt a little like baiting. Like, it was very westernish. But even Two. just, even, yeah. even just, yeah. Well, like very, walking to a bar. <laughs> yeah. very, spurs on their boots. This whole show has been like yeah. that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but absolutely. Just, but just Boba Fett sitting there being like, come on, we don't need these two. You know, I was like, oh boy, we see where that, you know, kind of like trying to get them to be Reverse like. psychology or something. Right, like exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, I, yeah, I didn't get too worked up about them trying to, you know throw uh, blows at Boba Fett because I felt like he was sort of baiting them purposely into that to sort of get the dialogue going yeah. because Mando probably figured right off the bat Bo-Katan was going to be like, oh, this ain't my fight. I don't care. Mm-hmm. You know, and to prove to Boba Fett that like, hey, we need these two. They're they're really badass. Don't mm-hmm. just write them off as, you know, bullshit. Now we've got them. We've also got Fennec involved, and we've got Cara Dune. So we've got the the female dream team. <laughs> yeah, which, again, they they are kicking ass at this whole female. That whole fight sequence mm. of them getting off the Imperial shuttle and yes. just walking and moving their way towards the inside is so badass, dude. And then those two jump off. They're like, "Oh, where are they going?" And then they rocket back up oh. and all that, dude. Oh. So awesome. So awesome. <laughs> like, that's how you fucking do yeah. girl power, people. Jesus, come on. Yeah, and you know, the thing about it is, what's great about it is, I, I, you brought that up to me. Like, you, you were talking to me, and you were like, oh, I love that they did that and everything After when we talked about it. And I was like, I didn't even think about it. Mm-hmm. When I first watched it, I wasn't like in the forefront of my brain that mm-hmm. it was like, all these females, who cares? They were just all these badasses. Yeah. Cause exactly. Because, goddamn, all four of those characters are bad asses that I would not want to go up against. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I loved like the banter and I loved when Kara's gun like wouldn't work <laughs> and she and they were and she's like, Do you need help? <laughs> <laughs> she's like and just like, no, I think I got it now. It felt very natural. It was cool because it didn't feel scripted. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Like it felt like legit. Like you don't often see people being like, not only, sometimes you see them where like, my gun's jammed, but then you don't see them like futzing with it in the elevator. Yeah. <laughs> like as they're standing there and she's just messing with it. There's no action going on and they're just looking at her like, do you, do you got it? And she's like, oh yeah, okay, cool. I got because most when you see that in movies, or the producer or the studio is like, well, we don't give a shit about that. That has no importance. It's like, yeah, but that makes it real, dude. Because that's probably what would happen if you're in that situation, right? You right. Know? And then, uh, yeah, it's just the time. It's like, and no, they open the door. It's like, oh, fuck, yeah. that better work. I hope it did work. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That was that was fucking amazing. So while they're fighting their way onto the bridge, basically because they want to find uh, Moff Gideon and that dark saber because. That's Bo-Katan's whole reason for being there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is she needs to fight and win that Darksaber, which uh, that becomes a thing in a, <laughs> in a moment. Um, they go to that. That's all subterfuge for the fact that Mando kind of laid behind so he could sneak off 
and find the child. Mm-hmm. So all of that's going on. They get to the bridge. Moff Gideon, surprise, surprise, is not there. Why? Because he's a douche. That's why. <laughs> yeah, he really I hate is. this guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that 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 actor is so good in that role. Though. Yeah, he really yeah. is. You can yeah. tell he loves just being the fucking asshole, evil dude oh, so yeah, much. He's so good at it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he does. So good at it. Yeah, Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah. And yeah, when that door opens and Mando finds the child, and and he's and and Gideon's just holding that dark saber at his head and everything, you're like, oh fuck. Are you kidding me? <laughs> So they get into a whole thing talking about it. it was interesting too because you could see that the whole way that Gideon is talking about the dark saber, he's fully expecting that Mando is going to give a shit about that dark saber, yeah, because he's a Mandalorian and everything. Mm-hmm. And Mando's like, "I don't care about your fucking saber. Give me the kid." And you see, you know, he's you can keep it, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, Gideon's just like, "Okay, all right, I'm going to play this a little differently." <laughs> Unfortunately, he does play it very well. He kind of he makes it seem like he's going to let Mando take the child. Say, I've got what I want from him. I got his blood. I just wanted blood. the blood. I just wanted to study it because he's so powerful and all this. Well, of course that was. Don't listen to him, Mando. <laughs> that was bullshit. Just screaming at the. Don't please don't. <laughs> Were you? Screaming? Yes, I was screaming. I was like, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't you fucking turn your back on him. Well, he, he turns his back on he him, did. and of course Gideon attacks him with the dark saber. Mm-hmm. Uh, luckily, the dark saber doesn't do very well against pure beskars, so his armor is holding up to it. But especially now, we finally get to see that fucking staff, dude. That spear, I love how he's just using it as a, as a defensive weapon, and that dark saber is just making it red fucking hot. I was uh-huh. like, oh, dude, he's gonna shatter the spear. It's gonna be fucking crazy. What is he gonna do? And the nope, it just kept holding on. No, and- no, nope. You don't fuck nothing with against that spear. <laughs> Beskar, man, yeah, yeah, that shit. Yeah. Well, the other cool thing too was that leading up to that, uh, Mando also fought off one, <laughs> <laughs> barely, barely <laughs> one dark trooper, dude. So let's talk real quick about the dark troopers, man. I thought about you this entire oh, scene. Man. I was like, oh my god, Vito's gonna be loving this. I wish dude. I could see his face right now. It was like a fucking Terminator factory just coming off that. They're like, yeah, we have to keep them in cold storage because they draw too much power to be turned on all the time. I was like, dude, that's fucking cool and something that you wouldn't normally see in a movie like that. You know, there's all these like fine details they added into this episode that just like made it so good. More practical. It makes it more practical. Yeah. It's not just like we just hit a button and boom, there they are. It's like, no, we got to wait for them to like power up (laughs) and everything. Like it's like, yeah, you know, we've got their stage three. We've eliminated having to put men in there and everything, which was cool. Even when Pershing was describing them, he was like, we did away with their last weakness. We got rid of the human inside. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that's all. Fuck. Here we go. <laughs> and I, I, yeah, I love the fact that they made them super destructive but it's like yeah you gotta you gotta charge them up <laughs> like we gotta charge them up bro it's like and it was so that bought a little bit of time yeah i love when he got there and it was starting to open he's like no 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 yeah. no no <laughs> <laughs> those doors are open and all those dark troopers are coming out well he luckily ends up being able to trap all of them inside and jettisons them out into space except for yes. one except on. for that one and that one just about kicks mando's ass dude Thank That's, God for that Beskar mask. Yeah. I had Game of Thrones nightmares all over again. Oh. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Get his ass whooped. Yeah. 
that was awesome. Just the way he keeps r- robotically punching him into, and he's sinking into the right. metal wall. <laughs> he's hitting him so hard that you see his helmet sinking into like, the wall. I was like, that's it. This is it. This is how he's going to die. I told you guys he's going to die. I knew it. But uh, no. I love when he set him on fire and the droid. Oh. That's what I really thought of you. I was like, oh my gosh, Vito's going to be amazed by this. That was a scene from Terminator Salvation at the end of the movie. (laughs) Okay. Where John Connor fired a missile at a T-800. Yeah. And its skin burned off, but it was still coming after him. And that's what- On fire and shit. Yeah, dude, it was so cool. Mm -hmm. And then the the dark trooper just kind of turned at him like, are you fucking serious right now? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And he wanted that to do what? Right. Exactly. So good. Yeah. Yeah, I love that the dark troopers have like an attitude yeah. <laughs> to them they don't talk they're just these battle droids but they kind of have this attitude like they know they're bad so yeah you don't right. really see a face in this show to <laughs> yeah. feel the attitude right yeah, oh yeah exactly. right right exactly well he uses that spear and fights off that yes that was amazing that dark trooper but i mean that was just one yeah now he, had, he barely survived that yeah right so you know, uh, Moff Gideon is basically kind of rubbing that in his face, you know, mm-hmm. is like, yeah, how'd you like my dark trooper? You know, that, yeah, I saw it, it all. <laughs> yeah. I watched you in that whole battle and that thing just about kicked your ass. So. I like how he's like, I know everything that's happened at this point. So don't try to bullshit me. I'm just letting you know that I know everything that's going on. I was right. like, oh, that's fucking cool. Yeah. Man. He's like, I know you're with Bo-Katan. Yeah. This guy's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> and that'll bring up something in a little bit that I want to talk about. Okay. So. Oh. Okay. So anyway, they get into this little mini brawl and everything. Uh, Mando is able to overtake him, uh, gives him a good bop in the fucking face, (laughs) bloodies his lip and dots his eye (laughs) and uh, and drags him. He's he's got the child now. Child's for now rescued and everything and drags. Uh, the Darksaber and Gideon onto the bridge of the ship where Bo-Katan and them are waiting. Bo-Katan sees Mando with this sword in his hand and, and a limp uh, Gideon, and Bo-Katan's like, what, what did you do? <laughs> He's like, ah, oh, well, you told me to bring him alive, so I brought him alive. Here he is. Here's your damn sword. I don't care. And And it's like, doesn't work that way. At that point, I thought Bo-Katan was a traitor. Because oh. she goes... What happened? And I was like, oh, fuck, she's with Gideon, dude. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God, what happened? And, but no, it wasn't that case. But No, it wasn't. But as you gathered from what Moff Gideon then snarkily lets them and the audience know is the fact that the way the Darksaber works is you can't just... It's like Excalibur, the sword. It's like you can't just pick it up and now, okay, like there has to... You have to be... You have to be to worthy it. of yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. You have, you have to, to be it. worthy of it. Yeah, you know, the sword chooses the wizard, Harry. You know, kind of thing. <laughs> like, which is kind of interesting because I was reading that that sword was given to her in the first place by Sabine. Yeah, I was thinking that my own self because she didn't win it in a battle to get it in the first place. No, I don't believe she did. They found that dark saber. It was like it had been left there by this past thing gets into way you have to watch clone wars and and rebels Rebels. folks to get into that but yeah i was thinking the same thing myself but i think they do get into that though where it's like she takes it but she feels like she's not 
she's not really worthy and other people look at her like she's not really worthy because she didn't really mm-hmm. and then that late and then she lost it she so loses now she's it really got to earn it back well she loses it in the sh- in rebels and stuff she loses it to darth maul at one oh. point that the sword is taken by darth maul and he takes with it with his robot legs yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> you got robot legs darth maul <laughs> And then they win it back from Darth Maul. It, it goes back and forth several times. It's oh, okay. like, can't you just hold on to this fucking sword? <laughs> Maybe that's the problem with fucking Mandalore, you know? Because quit getting overthrown and get your fucking sword taken away. You got one job. <laughs> one job. Just hang protect on to your... Protect the sword. <laughs> protect your damn dark sword, you know? Or your dark saber, whatever. But <laughs> anyway, so now we're in a conundrum because mando's like i well i don't even care i don't want this sword i don't care about you i got the child that's all i care about but meanwhile bo katan's like well shit i guess i have to if i want this sword then i have to fight you now yeah because he i like when he she was like i gotta fight you and he's like okay i yield <laughs> yeah that was it's like cute. no 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 it doesn't work that way it's like well why why not? i don't why know. not yeah yeah, again, you have to I was get... like, oh shit, this is how Mando dies now. I told you guys. <laughs> well, it's... <laughs> I, I kept waiting for it. <laughs> I was thinking, like, in the midst of all this, there's going to be this huge mutiny kind of thing mm-hmm. going on, you know, because now we're going to have them fighting amongst each other, and then it's like, well, we're... How's that going to work out? Who's going to side with who here? Right. I mean, obviously, uh, Casca is going to side with Bo-Katan, mm-hmm. but... You know, where's Cara Dune? I mean, you would assume she's going to side with I would Mando. Assume Mando. And where but... the fuck is Fennec, Fennec going to stand? You know, because she's sort of just like this. Uh, she's like, I'm go- out. Later, yeah, guys. <laughs> happy go lucky bounty hunter person that's like, I'm, I'm hanging with Boba, you know? So it's like, I, I'm out. Yeah. So they're in the middle of this whole question of what to do about the Darksaber. And it looks like they're going to have some giant skirmish. And mm-hmm. just as that happens, there's these alarms that go off. And we come to find out that they are being boarded by a fuck ton of dark troopers. <laughs> How many were in that that holding cell? Like 25, 30? Ooh. I mean, that was a lot. There was there was, yeah, a, there was a lot in there. And there was a lot more. I think by the time they got to this scene, I think there was supposed to be like three three times as many. Really? Oh yeah. Because if a you ton really going into that you, ship, yeah. Because if you really like, yeah, go back and look. It's like it, it it gets a little hard to see because it keeps cutting away and everything. But yeah. I think there's supposed to be like a lot of them, and that's why that's why Gideon's just like, yeah, you barely took down one. Now here's like a hundred. Yeah, worried. He's like. Yeah. You guys are fucked. <laughs> yeah. My boys are coming back for me. Me and Grogu are just fine. Exactly. You guys are all dead. Like, good luck with that. They're standing there with their guns drawn, just waiting for these dark troopers. And then, like, We're punching the yeah. door. That's over the next, and over. Co- next cool Ugh. scene, man. When those two dark troopers just put their guns away and they just start robotically punching it. <laughs> and you just see that door gradually getting dented more. I was like, that's fucking awesome. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, that is fucking awesome. Like, just again, it was like another. We don't, we haven't seen that in the Star Wars universe before, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was just you tense. these dopey, clumsy droids. Yeah. I mean, the, the coolest droid so far i think has been the super battle droid from like phantom menace or attack of the clones or whatever the destroyer droids yeah Yeah, destroyer droids are cool yeah we thought we were going to have a really cool when we first heard about general grievous we were like oh that sounds badass he's got four arms and all these lightsabers no he's just got pneumonia or something yeah (laughs) (laughs) he's got bad fucking emphysema yeah Yeah, such a joke man but anyway here's my weakness my heart You idiot. Why would you show them <laughs> where to shoot you, you fucking idiot? Jesus, 
And folks, that's the problem with the prequels. <laughs> there you go. But they're waiting for this. They're they're basically waiting there, like no one, like figuring, like well, we're as good as dead, you mm-hmm. know. And go then, down fighting. And then the moment happens, the big moment, which is all of a sudden the sensors go off again, and there's somebody coming. Oh, it's Boba Fett. And that's what we thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. I was like, oh, Boba Fett's going to come back and start blasting through and do all this shit. Nope, it's one X-wing. It's Cara Dune. Oh, great. There's only one. Yeah, yeah. I love that comment. She's like, oh, yeah, what's one well, fucking- you're waiting for the other guy from the other episode with his buddy that got right? coming back. That's who I thought it was going to be. Thought it, Right, because they kept setting that up that they've been sort of, yeah, you know, keep showing up at good times yeah. and everything. You thought that all of a sudden here's going to be Rogue Squadron mm-hmm. showing up and just showing up, you know, and like, holy fuck, it's the Empire. And no, it was just one X-Wing. I guess for a lot of people, you know, you're like, well, this could be any kind of any number of things. But as soon as you saw that cloaked motherfucker walking down the hallway, like, oh, yeah, I'm like one X-Wing. I got it. now. (laughs) One X-Wing. And then and, you know, you see. So you're like, and there's a cloak. And then you see a green lightsaber. And then you see one gloved hand gloved hand. And no, it's not Michael Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) He's not coming. It's not Captain EO coming in there to attack everybody. Nope. It is none other than Luke fucking Skywalker. And not only is it Luke Skywalker, it's a CG'd, like de aged. Yeah, de aged, deep faked, young Luke Skywalker. It is Return of the Jedi era Luke Skywalker. Like, holy shit. They went there. Now, I'm going to just address the 800-pound elephant in the room, all right? The R2-D2 cameo? No, that's great. <laughs> R2, that was great. That was great. But, I loved him. But the the it deep fake cool. isn't the best I've ever seen. No, yeah. it was it wasn't questionable. Yeah, it was... I, it I got the job done. It got the job done, and, and I give them... I give them some leeway for it because, again, even though this is Disney, even though they have millions of dollars and everything to work with in terms of just time and all that kind of stuff, that kind of stuff takes so much time, I get it, to really get it perfectly. And they don't have that kind of... It's still a TV show. It may be Star Wars. It may be Disney. It's still a TV show. There's going to be limitations. And when you consider how great the rest of it is because I didn't think the Mandalorian was going to be anywhere near as fucking fantastic. Not just in terms of how fantastic the story is, but I mean the effects, quality of the, whole thing. the overall quality. This is like, I would gladly pay my $12 or whatever to go see this in a movie. Theater. Oh heck yeah. yeah. It's heck so yeah. good. It's done so well. And this is a TV show. So, like, okay, yeah, I know some people were bagging on, oh, the bad CG. I'm like, motherfucker, it's Luke fucking Skywalker. (laughs) It's Jedi Luke Skywalker, and it's being voiced by Mark Hamill. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, like you said, we were thinking, like, oh, they're going to get, maybe it's going to be Sebastian Stan, you know, the Winter Soldier. It'd been rumored that he was going to play, he might play him and everything so you know it'll be cool to see the character but it's not really luke skywalker Mm -hmm. no dude we got luke like straight up fucking 1983 ass fucking bowl haircut luke (laughs) okay (laughs) and like just amazing then 
obviously he's there to because he's the one that got the call the from, message from Grogu on that seeing stone and everything. Uh, he's there to save Grogu. Man, that scene with Luke. Yeah, there you go. You got your Grogu. <laughs> that scene with Luke just cutting through literally all those dark troopers. Like, I oh, so fucking good. That is one of the most incredible sequences of any Star Wars movie or whatever that I have ever seen in my entire life. Exactly. Well, wasn't it like a callback to Darth Vader when he was mowing down people in the in hallway? In Rogue One. And didn't he, Darth Vader, like crush somebody yeah. the same way? It was, it was, it definitely mirrored that. And I, and that was what was cool about it. Cause everybody talks about how great that scene at the end of Rogue One is, you know, I mean, the end of that movie is incredible. And, you know, but unfortunately tragic cause it was the bad guys winning mm-hmm. and everything. no, it's time to turn those fucking tables. We're mm-hmm. flipping that script. And but we never it's, but the the thing for me that was just so cool about it is we never got to see Luke do that. We got to see his battle on board the the skiff, you know, over the sand dune and everything when they're gonna throw him into the Sarlacc pit. Mm-hmm. And that was pretty cool. You know, that was badass. It was awesome. You know, we got to see him do some little things, you know, in Jabba's palace. And then we got to see him fight Darth Vader and everything at the end. But we never got to see the, you know, dark suited Luke full on Jedi fucking master just mow people <laughs> down. I mean, just him just going, foom, foom, crush, slicing through. Right down the fucking middle right on down that the, one dude. Like, <laughs> that was great. And just like, <laughs> so good. just dodging. I, I love split yeah. dust like that too. I just, <laughs> that and acid. Yeah, it's acid just, uh, deaths. Which ones I like better? <laughs> split body deaths, like Conan the Librarian. Yeah. In, in the UHF movie. Foom, <laughs> right down the middle. Um, Grogu is kind of like, I don't want to go. At least, I mean, we don't understand him, but you could kind of see he's sort of nervous, like he doesn't want to go. Luke explains to him, like, well... He needs your permission. He wants your permission, Mando, and everything. And then, so he's telling him, like, no, kid, you got to go. You got to go and everything. Actually, and Grogu starts touching the helmet, like, basically being like... (laughs) 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 Starts touching the helmet, and, and in front of everybody there... Mando takes his fucking helmet off. It was so amazing. Yeah, this is when it should have fucking happened. Not the two other times before, man. That that's you're okay with this time. Yeah, that's my whole complaint about this entire series so far. Is just the helmet takeoff. It should have happened here at the last episode, and that was it. I I think it would have been much more impactful if that happened. Mm -hmm. Okay, you're right. Had he never taken that helmet off at all in the past, him taking it off here would have been monumental. It would have been such a moment. Yeah. It would have been a mess. <laughs> and it, it, it was diluted some because we'd already seen it. So it wasn't like, oh no, he can't take his helmet off. It's like, well, he just took his helmet off in the last episode. Right. So, right. And, uh, and yet, and, and Grogu still doesn't want to go. He goes and grabs his leg and now I start blubbering again. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. He still didn't want to go, and then R two D two comes rolling in. Now I don't know. It was it that R two was actually communicating with him. Was it that was that like R two able to sort of like communicate with them, or was it just that Grogu was just so excited to see this fun little droid that he was like, "Oh, cool." 
Because it seemed almost like they were communicating. Communicating a little bit, yeah. You know, so maybe R2 was kind of like communicating to him and being like, hey, you know, it's it's cool. Like, we're going to be, you know. This little shuffle dance that he does. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was really cool. The technology's gotten so good that now you can see him just change from his third leg to the two-leg version. Like, you don't have to do the cutaway or it's some <laughs> janky. Like we're, Well, they like, did that in Attack of the Clones or uh, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, but it looked like shit. <laughs> <laughs> that awful, awful CG. Oh, was God. that on Genosha or whatever that planet G- was? Geonosis. Geonosis. Yeah. G- Genosha, Geno- Wisconsin. Yeah, Gen- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was that time. It was that time when R two, R two, and three PO they went up to Mars Cheese Castle. They got themselves some jerky and some cheese sticks. And, the roller coasters. Yeah, they Six went. Flags. Yeah, they went to Six Flags and Gurney, and then they went up to Genosha. <laughs> Anyway, uh, <laughs> so Mando hands off the child to Luke, and Luke just walks away with it. They've got all these things sort of still hanging in the balance, but it seems that the story of Grogu, for all intents and purposes, the the child, Baby Yoda, it's done, folks. That's a wrap. Maybe because well, he's like he like like hinted and like well I promise you I, I swear you I will again. see you again yeah well I mean now we can get into our thoughts theories different things because there's a lot of things left in the balance I will obviously before people are like you got to talk about the after credit <laughs> scene because there Hold is on. there is an after credit scene but we're working up to that as far as the Mandalorian story goes I mean they really just kind of made it seem like it ended in a manner of speaking, but we've got all these things hanging in the balance. First of all, there's the whole story of Bo-Katan and Mandalore. Mando having that sword means he is the rightful heir to ruling the Mandalorian people, which is like, oh. pretty cool. I'd be okay (laughs) with that. That being said, I really like the idea of Mando maybe now finding a rightful place in the actual Mandalorian society or whatever there Mm -hmm. is of it and stuff, not just being in this weird fringe little culty part of it. (laughs) And I also think it's really just being a bounty hunter. And I just think it's, yeah. And I think it's also really neat because he doesn't want it. Mm -mm. He's like, Oh great. All of a sudden now, like I just wanted a kid. I just wanted to do this one mission. Now I'm responsible for all of Mandalore, you know, like, geez, like, (laughs) yeah, but I think the man though can be a good, in go between person a that buffer. can unite like, all of the Mandalorians. Yeah. Yeah. Or Bo Katan's so like, I only want this one way. The other way is stupid. It's too extreme or whatever. And Mando's like, mm, I get that side too, but I get your side as well. I can see both sides of it. Let me find out how I can unite everybody. Yeah. So I think he's a great choice. So you assume that they're handing off Moff Gideon to Cara Dune because she keeps going on and on and on. He's got all this information. We need this information. That he's former whatever he was. ISP. ISP. Yeah, he's former ISP. There's still the whole fact of what they were doing, what this was all about in the first place, which was the development of some sort of clone technology involving the child's midi-chlorians and stuff. Are we going to see... Like them with him, like in some sort of captivity thing, like in prison, and like you know, is he going to get busted out by some other? Are <laughs> yeah. a bunch of dark troopers going to come and bust him out of whatever you know, New Republic prison? Because as we've already seen on the Mandalorian in the last season, you can break into New Republic prison. <laughs> <laughs> it isn't that, it's not hard. that hard. No. 
if four bounty hunters can do it, I'm sure a bunch of fucking dark troopers and whatever can come get this this moth out, you know. So there's a lot of questions with that. But then one of the biggest questions comes with the aforementioned stinger after credit scene. So now we're back on tattooing and we see an exterior shot of what was formerly Jabba the Hutt's palace. And we see that good old tentacle head Bib, Bib Fortuna. <laughs> Bib Fortuna. Yep. Who we last saw in the palace uh, in Return of the Jedi. But anyway, he didn't die. He is now the new hut or whatever. He's becoming the size of a hut. Yeah, he's getting all fat and everything. He's got his own slave dancer and everything. And with like nobody there, or maybe two Gungorian yeah, guards, or whatever was, those things. Yeah, are. there was a couple of Gamorian guards. <laughs> there was, it was a slow yeah, day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, he had a couple of Gamorian guards. He had Weequay there with him and stuff. And yeah, they're all in there. Um, next thing we know, we see people are getting shot up and falling down the stairs. It was totally mirroring the scene when Leia as Boosh, the bounty guard, Boosh, Boosh. <laughs> <laughs> as Boosh or Bausch, or however you want to pronounce it. Uh, comes in in Return of the Jedi and enters when she's got the thermal detonator and all that stuff. They they completely like reenacted it, except now it wasn't Boosh. It was Fennec Shand coming in as she sets free that little dancer and everything. And then here comes Boba Fett. We knew we weren't done with Boba Fett. <laughs> Boba Fett's instantly recognized by a very nervous Bib Fortuna. Mm, I thought you died. Yeah, he's you're like, oh. oh, that's great. Yeah, oh, you're alive. Great. Huh? Yeah, great. I, we heard rumors and everything. Well, the, Boba's like, shut the fuck up. Shoots that asshole dead. <laughs> yanks him off his off his hut throne. And Boba sits down in the seat. Uh, very. So I was expecting to hear... What was that? What's that one guy? Was it Mako? I was expecting Hera's voice. I thought it was going to be like the end of Conan. It was like, mm-hmm. and so the story was told. <laughs> Boba Fett reigned over Tatooine <laughs> for the next 80 years with Fennec Shand at his side. But that is another story. <laughs> <laughs> the very last thing we see is it cuts away and it says the book of Boba Fett coming in December 2021. There has been no formal announcement of the Boba Fett series coming out, but there has been a formal announcement of season three of The Mandalorian come out. In December. In December of 2021. Mm. And nobody has reported any kind of hints or inside information or anything about having seen or heard of uh, Bo-Katan and Mando, Dingerine and all them filming their upcoming stuff. But we do have confirmation of the filming of the Boba Fett stuff. Maybe they're trying to throw you off the trail, but what happens to Mando at the end of this season? Like, does he die or? Well, I don't know that it's it's not so much that. It's just, Well, I mean, the question is, are we getting another season of Dingerine? Because you brought yeah, that, it up. That's where I was thinking this was going. Was it because everything was it's chapter? So now we have a book of Boba Fett. That's an interesting way to title it. Right. So is this next one? We're done with Dindreen and stuff. Yeah. Are we now moving into following Boba Fett for a while? Yeah. It's, it's kind of like the Bible where it right. follows different books or it follows different characters. Yeah. Are we done with the book of Dindreen? Is that it? And we're I just see. leaving it hanging. And now what we're going to get next next December, we're not going to get any. No Mando, none of that kind of stuff. We're going to get the Boba Fett story. So that's the $20,000 pyramid 
question <laughs> is what are we getting? Are we getting obviously we know we're getting something Boba Fett, but are we getting a Boba Fett series and Mandalorian season three? Or are we just getting Mandalorian season three, the book of Boba Fett? And it, it could even be, I think my brother brought this up, that it's going to follow Boba Fett, but Mando and them are going to take a back seat, kind of like it was, they're going to reverse the roles, where Boba Fett kind of was showed up every now and then, and Mando's going to show up every now and then mm. now. It's going to mostly follow Boba Fett. But on the way here, I read an article that it, it's they're starting to leak out and stuff now that it is going to be two separate series. Okay. Boba Uh-oh. Fett's going to have his own. And Mando's going to have his own. Okay. And then you got these other ones, Ahsoka Tana. Ahsoka Tano, yeah. And, and the Republic. Yeah. The, and stuff the, like that. Right. There's all they these. They got all these series coming out. that right. They're going to kind of do it Marvel style, where they're going to go in all these different directions, have their own things going on, and then bring it mm. back in-game style for this big, massive finale of it. I see. That could be cool. Yeah. I, that I'm on board for. Let's do that. So I hope that's what they're doing. Another thing might be cool is if you have the book of Boba Fett and then you have like the book of Mandalore, where now we've spent three episodes on Boba Fett and then three episodes on them taking back Mandalore and seeing what that dynamic happens, right. you know? I, I All I know is I'm very excited about all of it, but I don't want to see any of it happen for the sake of getting rid of something else. I'm very invested in the storyline with Mandalore, with Bo-Katan, with that sword, Mm -hmm. what all that's going to mean. Obviously, some of this is going to, I'm sure, translate into the Ahsoka Tano series as well Mm -hmm. because Ahsoka is trying to find Grand Admiral Thrawn, who is you know, supposedly out there with Ezra Bridger somewhere. That all ties in still with Bo-Katan and Sabine Wren and the Mandalorians. and It's all connected. So it could be really cool. Could you imagine if by the time we get to the end of this, if they do their big endgame wrap-up kind of thing, and that's when we get like, Ezra Bridger's there and and Zeb and Sabine Wren and like we get like and all these different characters from every aspect mm-hmm. of the universe that they've built up into this big thing. That'll- you talking about Zeb the talking dog from VR Troopers? <laughs> that's yes, Zeb. Tito. That's exactly who we're talking that's, about. How did you? Yeah, of course. It's <laughs> amazing that you knew that. <laughs> yeah. Seb and Caitlin, they were the best things about that show, man. <laughs> we are VR. Troopers 3, <laughs> virtual reality. You know, only only we could somehow <laughs> veer onto a, a mostly forgotten TV show. What, Dark Troopers, VR Troopers. It all they works work, together, yeah. right? I see the connection now. There you go. <laughs> wow. I'm sorry, folks. I, <laughs> I'm not. I mean, <laughs> this is what you come to expect from yeah, us. We're really, just talking shop. What's this wrong? Is with your own this fault. Here? Vito is a kid. Is a Vito's a '90s kid. So there yeah. you go. I do want to kind of say something that I thought it was interesting. They had Boba Fett go away at the very beginning because there's no way he could have been on that bridge when Luke showed up because he would have killed him. That's a good Swim point. In that damn slur- <laughs> I pit. never, never even considered that. He would have known exactly who he was. Anyway, you guys got anything else you want to say about it? No, can't wait for the next season where they're going to go with all this. Yeah, I'm very excited. Yeah, I, I, I don't. Everybody we mentioned at the beginning of the show that everybody's been going on and on about how great this ending was. I mean. I don't know if too many times in my life I've had a more satisfying ending than this. 
Yeah, where you want to watch it immediately again. And I did. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. How many times did you guys watch it? Just once. Three. I watched three. It. What? I watched it three times too. Yeah, oh. one once Friday, yesterday, and tonight. Yeah, three nights in a row. Yeah, it's, it's fucking. I might so even watch good. it again tonight. I don't know. We'll Why see not? If I have time. <laughs> yeah, or I'll just fast forward to where the dark troopers are, and I'll just watch that whole just sequence. That part, yeah, put on rewind over <laughs> yeah. and over again. Now, real quick, is one last thing I want to throw out there, just to, to a question for you guys and for you out there. I saw a couple people talking, and I don't know if there was any. This could have just been like fan you know, bullshit that they came up with, or maybe it came from somewhere. But I heard rumor that they might take the shows and either put them out as they are or like re-edit them to be uh, movie theater ready, to be feature films. Really? I was going to mention that. I would sit at the movie theater for four hours straight and watch this season one and two just as a movie. Yeah, you know, you know really? they do those like movie ma- marathons where they play like all the Avengers movies in a row or mm-hmm. whatever. Right, it might be cool. I think I'd watch every single bit of it because I think I'd be very upset if they cut out certain things just to make it fit. That, I want to yeah. see it all. I that, loved it all. That was my reaction to. And I want to be able to sit surround sound and hear it, and booms. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I am there. Okay. We have to go in the Dolby Theater. Fuck oh, yes, we do. Sure. <laughs> that would be amazing. I would especially. You know, the first season is one thing, but this season, especially with the stuff that happened in this season and that that last episode, last couple of episodes, fuck, I'd love to sit there in the Dolby Theater with that sound and yeah. that. Especially thing. the last where Luke comes in and just how that whole dude. atmospheric thing is just built up to that, dude. Yeah. So good. I yeah. just want to do it so I can hear those guys fall off that dam again. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to hear that. You want to hear that in surround sound? Yep, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Plunge into their death. <laughs> You're a little sadistic, you know that. A little bit. I don't. I'm not chopping people in half and throwing acid on them. I didn't say you were as sadistic as Vito. Oh, okay, just a little. Yeah, he is our dark trooper. You know. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it's been fun. We thank everybody that's watched us uh, through all eight episodes of doing this mm-hmm. and everything. We will most likely be back again next year, and you know, let us know what you want from the future of Star Wars Disney because. Everybody had just about given up on it and not no more. <laughs> Favreau and Back Filoni. Back with a vengeance. Favreau and Filoni have like refilled the cup, you know? <laughs> the guff is full again. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you there. It's time to talk about it. Yadel. May Adios. the force be with you. <laughs> the Schwartz. <laughs> <laughs>